0: What's up, ladies and gentlemen, and everyone in between. You know how we do. We grab our vices, we get ready to chill and relax, and you know what? Get straight to it. This is episode number 42 of Straightforward with Miss B. Welcome, everybody. I am so gracious and appreciative to have... All of you that tune into my podcast, um, I appreciate you guys listening in today. (sighs) Usually what I do on these podcasts uh, when I have my um, guest co-host, AG, on the line is we kind of recap our weekend, tell what we did, you know, what we got into. Um, However, I've noticed that this last couple of ones that I've been kind of doing solo um, s- solo episodes, I've been missing that part. Um, I guess, you know, shit, if nothing excite, real exciting happened over the weekend or since the last um, podcast episode, then I don't really f- feel the need to, you know, try to make up some shit to tell y'all <laughs> that I have got into. So, you know, m- You know, a regular weekend for me basically is just home taking care of, you know, household chores, running errands and things of that nature. And of course, you know, my grandmother is of top priority to me. So I'm making sure that she's straight. Um, But outside of that, um, nothing really happened this past weekend. But like I said, I'm very appreciative to have all of you listening in. Um, Before I get into this podcast today... Um, another thank you I want to send out to everyone who has been um, subscribing to the YouTube channel, who's been um, watching uh, watching the videos. Um, I upload the episodes to YouTube in just plain audio format um, to give people who's not that tech savvy and who may not have, you know, any of the podcasts. Um, apps on their phone. So I thought that everyone, everybody is familiar uh, with YouTube. And I I read somewhere last week as well, is that about, I would say maybe 30%, 30 to 40% of people who listen to podcasts, they listen to the podcast via YouTube. So I am, uh, you know, so I'm just joining in with that, with that, um, with that group of people who also, um, share their podcasts on YouTube as well. Um, so I thank everybody who's been tuning in, you know, I, I can see a increase in the viewership as well. So <sighs> I am glad that we are steadily making progress because that's what it's all about. Even though I stated, um, uh, from the jump when I decided to, you know, start a podcast, this is, I always said that this is a hobby for me. However, you know, sometimes hobbies just kind of, you know, inevitably turn into to some type of work, uh, because I still have to sometimes edit and upload and things of that nature. So there is, you know, work involved in that process. So it is ultimately still a hobby, a hobby in my head and I'm trying to keep it that way, (laughs) keep it that way and not take it as serious because I know me once I dive into something and I'm taking something very seriously, um, it's like nonstop and I work hard on it and, you know, spend a lot of sleepless nights, just, you know, overthinking and thinking about this and coming up with ideas for this. And I know how I can be when I get in that mode. So, like I said, this is like an extra extracurricular activity for me. Hopefully it can remain that way. But I know that, you know, once it continues to grow, um, with you guys help, um, you know, maybe it will just just become just work, you know? So but either way, God bless me the opportunity to create this platform so I might as well take advantage of it, you know, while I have it. So today on today's podcast, I want to get into I want to get into um a discussion in regards to racism on school campuses, whether it's a college, a university, a middle school, a high school. I've just been noticing within the last few years, there has been inc- an increase of um, incidents that have been occurring on these campuses When you may hear about, you know, a student doing this or a student wearing blackface makeup, you know, or, you know, just some crazy shit that's happening. And I want to try to understand and get an understanding of why this is happening on a fucking school campus. You know, a school is somewhere that students are there to get an education students are there to you know fellowship network get to know other people you know build up their social skills um become better people you know they're they're going into adulthood um understanding you know understanding res- what it is to uh have a sense of responsibility and determination and you know, it's so many aspects of college that you would think students would just take advantage of and just keep their focus on. However, you know, you do have a few of them who may carry on whether it is something, um, you know, they've learned through their childhood, through their family upbringing, or it could be just their own personal hatred for another group of people that this thing called racism just continues to follow them throughout their lifetime. So I wanted to kind of get into that and, um, let's start off with the story that kind of gave me the idea for this particular podcast. I'm sure you guys, um, for those of you who have, um, you know, pay attention to the news, um, There was a situation that happened recently at the University of Kentucky. So um, before I get into my dialogue, let's hear the recorded video, uh, which this is courtesy of CNN. Let me go ahead and play it for you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. I got video. Me too. I got yeah. some. No. Yeah. Okay. all right so the gist of that video gist of that video looks like a young lady um a white female young white female was intoxicated and they were in a dorm hall and there was a african-american student who was um, basically like a dorm assistant, and she was on the night shift. I guess she's probably responsible for, you know, watching over the dorms, making sure, you know, nothing crazy happened. I don't know if it's a co-ed or just female-only dorm, um, but I'm sure the dorm assistant just kind of makes sure things just, you know, in case people have questions, emergencies that may happen. Um, I'm sure her responsibility is just to make sure everything in the dorm is is ran smooth and people are safe. And I'm sure that she come across, you know, students who may be coming in from a party or gathering and, you know, sometimes run into these students who are intoxicated. However, um, this particular student, her name was Sophia Rosing. Um, Basically, um, she just continued, every time you heard a beep in that video, um, she would she was saying the n word um you know the n word basically the n i g g e r n word um and she repeatedly continued to say it to this um black student other black student And she started kind of attacking her, you know, trying to grab on her. I don't know if she was thinking she was trying to beat her up or whatever the case may be. But what I want to do is, first and foremost, I want to applaud. Let's give some applause to... Yes, let's give some applause to the black student. Her name is. Let me get her name because I do want to shout her out. Um, let's see here, Miss Kyla Spring. Shout out to you. Um, basically, um, you know, I'm sure that I'm sure that in in her head, you could tell that she was being placed in a difficult position, you know. Maybe if she wasn't at the school, representing the school, she even had a University of Kentucky shirt on. If she was anywhere else, possibly uh, maybe just out in the streets in the neighborhood, she could have easily mollywopped this white girl. But she chose not to, which I applaud her for that. She, you know, kept some constraints about herself and she held her cool. She didn't try to, you know, forcibly push the girl off her or anything like that. She just kind of, you know, kind of held her arm, her arm a little bit to kind of, you know, brace her and stuff like that. So I definitely, definitely applaud this female, Miss um, Spring, for that, um, for just handling yourself in a very professional manner at such a young age. Um, it's a shame that she was you know subjected to this, and um after the incident happened, um basically you know they had some type of they probably had some type of not a protest but a rally possibly on the campus and um Miss Spring actually stated that she said this is a recurring issue across American school systems. No matter what age, I am deeply saddened by the events that took place, but I am most grateful for justice that is to come. And to Miss Rosing, you would not break my spirit. I know that's right. I know that's right, y'all. You can't break my soul. You know what I'm saying? No matter what, because it's like people in general, no matter what the age, no matter if they, they're they on a school campus or not, this racism thing is really, really, really extremely out of hand, and it's been that way for, for years, right? And it's always these these just strange, strange incidents that may happen where you just really see people's true colors, you know? It's like you don't really see, at least I haven't seen in the news, You don't really see um, black people being caught on video spewing racial slurs at white people, right? You don't really hear, you don't really see that. That's not a common thing that you see. You don't see a black person who might have gotten in an argument and they just start calling the other person cracker, 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 or whatever, you know, whatever the case may be. You never really see that but we always tend to see situations where it's a Karen or it's a little Becky in college, like we just, you know, heard on the video, or you might see, uh, you know, might see a white gentleman that you always tend to see this on video being captured, or you may see it in person happen. You always see, a white person spewing racial slurs toward minorities. You always see it. You never really see it the other way around. But for me, what is concerning is that these things are happening on school campuses. And I'm going to go through a couple of stories here um, that I was able to find because I wanted to actually see for myself and research. I'm all about research. I wanted to see for myself. How many times just in the year of 2022 alone where we have had these type of racial incidents happening at schools? Um, and I was able to find some some interesting, um, interesting information. Um, but before we move on, you know what I mean, and start talking about the these other incidents, um, it came out on today, um, CNN actually stated that, um, Sophia Rosing, um, which was the student using the racial slurs, the intoxicated student, um, she has now been permanently banned from the campus of the University of Kentucky, and she can also face additional charges, and this was, via a press release by the um, university's president. It says, Ms. Rosing, who is no longer a student, um, was initially suspended on an interim basis and is now longer a student, permanently banned from campus and will not be eligible to re-enroll as a student. And the president's name is Eli capiluto Capiloto possibly um, he stated that although she is no longer a student, we must continue our investigations. Um, that includes our cooperation with an investigation into criminal charges filed, um, our code of student conduct, disciplinary proceedings, and racial harassment misconduct being reviewed by our Office of Institutional Equity and Equal Opportunity. As a community working wholeheartedly to prevent racist violence, we also must be committed to holding people accountable for their actions. The processes we have in place are essential, um, stated Mr. Capiloto. On Tuesday, um, which was, what was Tuesday? November 8th, um, Rosings' attorney, Fred Peters, told CNN that she plans to withdraw that she planned to withdraw from University of Kentucky in the next couple of days and that she is very embarrassed, very remorseful, and very humiliated. Rosing has been charged with alcohol intoxication in a public place, fourth-degree assault without visible injury, second-degree disorderly conduct, and third-degree assault on a police officer or probation officer, according to Kimberly Byard the Fayette County Commonwealth's attorney. So young lady, hopefully you are able to learn a lesson out of this. Um, As many times as she stated the word N-I-G-G-E-R on this video towards this student, this is something um, that has been deeply embedded in her psyche, and I believe, you know, it could possibly allegedly, let me make sure I say that, allegedly may have come from her upbringing, but you can tell this is language that she used on a constant basis, and it's a damn shame. Now, let me just get into these other little stories so we can just just understand the magnitude of these type of incidents that continues to happen on these school campuses. All right. In January of 2022, Southern Illinois University in Edwardsville, they protested against the school's bias when handling an incident that involved a white student who posted sticky notes with racial slurs like the word N-I-G-G-R, and the word Lynch on a black student's dorm room door. Southern Illinois University Bias Incident Response Team put out a statement and said an investigation was underway. However, I have not found any information or updates on that investigation. In October, in the state of, uh, well, in Vermont, during a girls' soccer game between, I guess, Fairfax High School and Winooski High School, one player was called a monkey and another player was targeted with homophobic slurs. And just one year before that, in 2021, Winooski's high school boys' soccer team was also racially targeted in a similar incident. Also in the month of October... Black students of Grinnell College in Iowa, they spoke out and they held protests about recent racist incidents um, that were occurring on campus. Cars were being defaced with KKK and the words racism 2024 written on these vehicles the Black Student Union of Grinnell College, they presented photos as proof because the school itself did not have or currently still does not have CCTV security cameras on campus. So thank God that they had photos to substantiate their claims. Now, we also had this other incident, I forgot to pull up the uh, date, but I believe it did occur in 2022, where even though this didn't happen on a school campus per se, but uh, I'm I'm sure some of you guys remember that there was a little league baseball team and we saw that video of the black um the black player was sitting down and you saw all the little white players uh surrounding them actually putting cotton balls on the black kid's head. And then we always tend to hear, it seems like every year we always hear about incidents maybe around Halloween time or maybe around a high school's homecoming time, um, where, you know, where kids will put blackface on as I guess supposed to be some sort of costume. Um, and you know, the whole blackface thing is reminiscent of the Jim Crow era where, um, Uh, in the chitlin what they call the chitlin circuit around the southern states um there will be entertainers um there will be white white entertainers and mind you black entertainers as well did this um but there will be entertainers you know what they call shucking and jiving shucking and jiving doing their dance routine tap dancing singing or whatever the case may be but they will paint their faces black um, to represent you know basically a black person or whatever the you know black character that they were playing. So blackface itself has always been synonymous with that. So for people to still do something that were that was a you know going on in the Jim Crow era, but for people to still practice that, these kids who will go around and adults, some adults who go around with blackface as well. It's like, it just continues to add insult to industry in, uh, excuse me, insult to injury, injury. Oh God. I don't know why I can't say that word. And it's just, it's despicable and it's ignorant. Right. Okay. So, with all of these incidents um that I just mentioned and of course I didn't have time to pull an entire full you know list or statistics on the number of racial uh racially motivated racially you know racial attacks and things like that 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 has happened on school campuses I have I wasn't able to pull an entire list um but those are ones that just immediately kind of stood out to me Um, that I wanted to mention today on this, um, on this episode, what I'm not understanding though is like I mentioned earlier, school is a a different type of place where you're leaving out of high school and and it's time to, especially college, you're leaving out of high school and you're you're ready to kind of explore what your life is going to be and become, um, The unfortunate part is, and we can't necessarily blame the schools itself or the administration um, at the school, is that these kids already come to these schools with baggage, mental baggage, emotional baggage. They already have that, traumas that they may have experienced growing up, you know, or continue to come to school with ignorance. But especially in college, that's supposed to be a place where you get to kind of now operate within a diverse environment. You know, you get to kind of get a small taste of what the global client climate is, you know, socially. You might see black people. You might see Asians. You might see, you know, you might see um, Latinos, you know, you might see, Africans, you might see Europeans, you know, especially, especially at these much, much larger schools like University of Kentucky. That's a that's a, that's a big school, that's a big school. So you're gonna have people from all over the world that's at that's attending the University of Kentucky. But to have people who come into those environments. With that same stifle mindset, yeah, it is miss Rosen yes, it is embarrassing because you you're an adult now, but yet it don't seem like it now, what if the situation would have happened differently? what if you would have been? calling this girl the N-word 20 times, grabbing on her, pushing her, being aggressive, and she would have just hauled off and knocked the shit out of you and cursed you out. She would be the first one calling the authorities. She would be like a young Karen calling the authorities, putting it, you know, trying to transfer the blame, playing the victim. We, we've we seen this so many times in the media. And I know a lot of people hate social media, especially older people my age and older. They kind of despise it. But sometimes I, you know, sometimes I be over it. But the other 50 percent of the time, I appreciate social media, and you know why I appreciate it because it puts everybody on blast. It puts people on blast. Whether it's fake or not, it puts it puts things out in the forefront where we can see. We don't have to wait till the Sunday newspapers come out anymore to read up on the news and the and the gossip and find out, you know, shit that's going on. We don't have to wait to go to church on Sundays to talk to Sister Sister Betty or, Sister, you know, Sister Nancy to find out the latest gossip in the neighborhood. We don't have to wait. We don't have to wait for all of that no more because social media allows us to get news very, very quickly. And thank God for cameras, although we talked about takeoffs death last last week and how you know sometimes you know we tend to see especially with these um hip hop artists that may get killed people always just seem to have a, a camera phone right there ready to to video record somebody's dead body and we go in this uproar about it and it's like okay we have to we need to find out some type of you know we need to have some type of constraint on what we choose to share on social media. But at the same time, it's like when stuff like this happened with a young Karen, keep calling this girl the N word. I'm very appreciative that it's out because now we can see we getting people's jobs Taken away from them. We see these caring situations happen all the time. And I am glad that these jobs are being taken away from these these people. Because it's now it's in the forefront. One thing I did want to also say. For these schools, for the schools, unlike University of Kentucky, who looks like they have taken swift action against Miss Rosing, um, banning her from being a student, um, student there also, you know, going to assist law enforcement with their investigation as far as the criminal charges go. Looks like they have quickly quickly uh, stepped up to the plate because which y'all which y'all understand even though even though these ivy leaves or these bigger uh, bigger schools, they may have a very large white population of students but they have a black population of students too, right? And a lot of those is what? Making money for the damn school. They on the football team. I mean, it's 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 stereotypical, but they on the football team. They on the basketball team. They helping the school sell tickets, you know. They run track. They do this. They do that. You know what I'm saying? So the last thing... The last thing these schools want to do is lose their black population. They don't want to do that because then money going to walk behind them. Every black student that leave, that's a dollar sign that's leaving the school. So, University of Kentucky did right. They reprimanded this chick Quick as hell. But for these other schools who don't, you know, who don't act swiftly on situations like that, it's going to it's going to be backlash at their school. The students are no longer going. to... The word is going to spread via social media. If y'all do have like black a black student union or a black uh, student government person or whatever the case may be or organization on the campus, they're going to tell their friends and then their friends going to tell their friends to not come to the school and it's just going to be a word of mouth thing and they're long, no longer going to want to be interested in attending the school. So that's going to be a lack of money coming from that demographic of students. And that's just how it's going to be. So the best thing for these for these campuses to do, especially colleges and universities to do is to act swiftly and accordingly and, you know, do what they need to do in order to continue to keep themselves in a positive light when it comes to diversity and inclusion and how they handle racially motivated incidents on their college campus. And for the black students who have to be in these situations, they find themselves in these situations, continue to keep your head up high. Continue to act like uh, Miss Kyla Spring, You know, you don't have to get ghetto. You don't have to beat somebody up. You know, learn how to utilize your words, your vocabulary, to professionally put somebody in place and then take the proper channels to report whatever the incident is um, to the college, you know, college police and then to the dean or to the university president. Whatever you have to do, um, do it correctly. But don't be afraid at all to stand up for yourself and report when these incidents happen. Because I believe in 2022, they shouldn't be happening at all. You're supposed to be having fun at school. You're supposed to be going to parties. You're supposed to be meeting meeting new people, get new friends, learn how to be around other people besides people of your same race, it's okay. It's okay to do that. And I wish people would just, the whole racism thing, and I think eventually I probably will talk about this again at some point, um, just have a deeper conversation about it. But people need to just let that go. Like, if you're going to dislike me, dislike me because, I don't know, something else, dislike me because I'm wearing a blue shirt, but your favorite color red. And you just hate the fact that I wear blue shirts. But don't li- don't dislike me because of the color of my skin. Or don't think that you can just keep calling me some derogatory racial slur because of the color of my skin. That's almost like labeling me as something. But you haven't even taken the time to get to know who I am. So I hope this situation, Miss Rosing, definitely learned something out of this. We'll see. Because I think at some point they said she was talking about how she comes from a rich family. and So she already has this white privilege thing going on. But hopefully she can look back at it and say, you know what? I need to formally apologize to this sister and apologize to the students in the school because you can't really, I mean, you can, but it would be best for her to continue to go on through her life. Go on, go on through her life with a better understanding of people and being more open-minded and, and, you know, being more open-minded and accepting of others. And hopefully she will become that type of person one day. So what do you all think? What do you all think? You know, it's okay to leave comments, Um, whether you leave it on Spotify, Apple Podcast, wherever you listen to the podcast at or on YouTube. It's okay. It's okay to leave comments. You know, people be listening, but then they want to DM me a comment and say, hey, ooh, I like the episode. No, don't DM me. Leave a comment. <laughs> it helped promote engagement. <laughs> So, how do you guys feel about this situation? What do you think? You know, is this something that you think will never change? Like we we will always have those few bad apples out the bunch. Um, do you think the schools themselves um, have the right programs and things of that nature, and 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 process and guidelines, and, and especially ethics? guidelines um for this school when something like this happened do you think this do you think the schools do do enough you know to help make sure every student can attend school um peacefully or do you believe that there is more that they can do so i'm curious to hear how you guys feel About this, um, schools and and people acting out and being racist. I guess if you see racism anywhere else on the street, you know, we shouldn't be surprised that, you know, these type of things are happening at school. And you're right, we shouldn't be surprised. But like I said, in the year 2022 alone, there has been consistently this type of incident happening, you know, all over. It seemed like once a month. So, and I think that's just a little, it's a little too much. America, what what, what are we doing, man? I mean, we know what America was built on, but at some point we need to progress and look forward, you know? Black people and white people, get over it. Get over it. We don't have to insult each other in order to live peacefully, you know, or to just be able to just live and thrive together. Shoot, we can still work together and not necessarily like each other, but we don't have to verbally keep telling each other that, hey, I hate you. You know what I'm saying? We don't have to do that. So. <sighs> time to get out of here but thank you guys for tuning in and listening this is again this was episode 42 of Straight Forward with Miss B um, we're on Spotify, Apple Podcasts Google Podcasts uh, Stitcher, TuneIn Amazon, Music Audible, You can find us there as well as on YouTube um, and social media as straightforward STR, the number eight FWD with Miss B on all social media platforms. So don't forget to follow us and until next time.